0: Hello, all you rockers. Who's ready to rock? We are ready to rock, and the podcast will rock. That's right, it is the show that dives into one of the greatest bands of all time, Van Halen. We discuss their discography, all the tracks, random tracks. We spin the wheel and we talk about it. That is the gist of the show. But if you are a frequent listener, you already know. I hope you're ready to rock because I know I am. I am one of your co-hosts, Mark Kamire. With me as always, Corey
1: Morissette. Corey, are you ready to rock? I I was born ready, my friend. It's been a a great week uh here uh, at and the podcast will rock we're, we're launching a website podcastwillrock.com. uh right now there's not much on it but we're gonna have forums where people can can leave comments let us know what they think of the show tons of people have been listening lately so thank you so much for checking us out and uh, hopefully you'll you'll keep checking us out as we go uh, on this journey 120 episodes through the entire discography of the mighty van halen and even uh, our friends at pot of thunder who uh we've uh, lovingly completely ripped off with the format of the show has given us a, a shout out and and a blessing if you will so uh, we're very appreciative of that but uh yeah, and even the weather's warmed up i know i've talked about in the last few shows it was minus 50 something last week uh this week fahrenheit we're at eight degrees so it's it shorts weather uh here right now uh, no one's wearing coats uh, it's absolutely fantastic how are things in your neck of the woods Well,
0: last week we got hit with snow apocalypse twenty twenty, uh twenty twenty two, rather. We're in a new year. Um and in my part of the world that is uh it's not super rare, but it's usually pretty unheard of. The unheard of part is we got about seven inches of snow. That's unheard of. And uh I know Corey, you're probably scoffing, like, seven inches? That's springtime. Whatever. We're not in the great white.
1: We've long eclipsed that. If it
0: makes you feel any better there are northern states that are that that was laughing at our seven inches as well and i know uh like the new england area specifically got hit with a a snow bomb that they're absolutely used to and they're used to uh you know just they're waist deep in the flurries and in the snow and in the ice and that's all well and good but I live in the southern United States where things like that just don't happen and one thing we are used to is right after the snowpocalypse came and went and it came and went in about two days it was suddenly no jacket weather. So you explain that one to me because uh, I certainly can't and I've been living here uh, for 34 years now and I've still not been able to figure it out. So. That is the weather update, and by the way, apparently we're supposed to get more bad weather this weekend, which is wonderful because I am in the last leg of my move. I just have to move the big, heavy furniture items, and I was going to do it this weekend, and they are projecting super bad weather, so
1: yay me. Well, I'm I'm glad you're finally at the end of this odyssey because you've been moving now for, for quite a while, so... The lights at the end of the tunnel. It has, it's, it's been a journey. But all the big heavy furniture, man, you left that to the end, that sucks.
0: It, it, it does suck and I wish I hadn't done that, but at the same time, there was there was no time. You know, um, I have a day job as well and that day job does not uh, leave, or it hasn't left a lot of room for flexibility in terms of uh, moving big heavy furniture. So you take what you can get, you use your time off, like your weekends and what have you, and. This is just a part of life and unfortunately life decided to roll the dice and it's been snake eyes every time and if you're not a gambler, snake eyes is bad. You don't want to roll snake eyes, it's fine. But you know what you do want to roll? You want to roll a wheel. You want to roll a wheel that is going to give you a really rockin' track of Van Halen tunes. And that's what we're here to do today. Uh, We're here to spin the wheel, rather, and see what the wheel is going to uh, give us to discuss today. As I mentioned at the top of the show, it's random. We don't know what song we're going to talk about. We just know it is a Van Halen track. It could be one we are familiar with. It could be one that kind of slipped through the cracks and we're not entirely familiar. Or it could be one that we didn't even know existed whatsoever. And we're going to talk about it. We're going to listen to it and talk about it. Now, I have to mention this. Last week, we got our
1: our first Sammy Hagar tune. No, last week was... uh, And we've been... Last week was... uh... 2 weeks ago with Sammy. Last week we had Oh a yeah, no you're song. right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: That's right. We did. We went back to the Roth. So if you were t- you tuned in for us uh for the Sammy song, you know we were excited and that was a, that was a good time. So but last week we got another Roth tune. And this Roth tune I believe is this the first time you and I were
1: divided on the yay and nay. That's right. Yep. Yeah. I, right. I voted so, yay, you voted nay yay. on Honey Baby Sweetie Doll.
0: That's yeah, of course. How 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 could I have forgotten that? I, I forgot the title like multiple times during the episode because <laughs> it's just like I don't I don't want to remember that. I've already I think maybe a lot of that probably had to do uh, with my decision at the end of the track. It was like why would you name this song this or whatever? Um, but we had mentioned uh, my lovely lady Christy. Uh, special shout out to her as well and. The question was, I wonder what side she is gonna fall on when listening to this track. Corey, do you think Christy was pro-Corey
1: or pro-Mark? Well, I don't. With all biasness out of the okay, way. all bias out of the way. I don't know Christy that well. No. Uh-huh. Uh, we, we've kind of chatted over uh, like, uh, in chat rooms while you were doing your dives back uh, in the YouTube days. Uh, And we we just became Facebook friends, but I I don't know her that well. But knowing that she's, uh, you know, uh, dating you, I'm I'm thinking you guys must your musical tastes must be fairly aligned. So I'm going to guess pretty certainly that she was team Mark on that one.
0: Mm. Well, Corey, it might surprise you. She was actually... Team Mark. Yeah, yeah, she was Team Mark. Yeah, <laughs> she she uh, actually, and to be honest, she was uh, way more harsh about the track than I was. <laughs> I had some actual some good redeeming things to say about that song. She had none. So <laughs> it's so so there. The, yeah, that's how the saga ends on that one. But um, I guess it's now become a, a bit within the show that uh when my when my lady listens to the show, what what side she's gonna go with because her knowledge on van halen tracks is a lot less than ours so it's interesting kind of seeing her perspective from the other side as a listener uh to these tracks that we're listening to because sometimes we're all listening with fresh ears sometimes not uh but uh, yeah so that that was her vote um she was not a fan. Uh, neither was I, but I was less harsh about it. Now, has Christy uh,
1: been a fan of any of the songs to... that we've done?
0: Yes, of course. I mean, the, the classic ones that we've done, uh, Hot for Teacher, for sure. You know, she was into running with the devil, obviously. And like the Roth tunes. Now, again, I've mentioned she and I are very much in tune with the whole we are pro Hagar. We think he's the better songwriter. That does not mean that we hate the Roth era. Do Please don't get that twisted. We don't. If if I did hate the Roth era, we wouldn't be doing this show. Sure. There'd be no point. Yeah. Uh, Because it's just it's classic Van Halen. So, I mean, she en- she enjoys the classics, but uh, but the new stuff, the or the let me rephrase the the last album that roth did that apparently the wheel just wants us to keep uh, <laughs> uncovering in that album she has not been a fan of any of those tracks um i don't know if that's a roth thing I, or i don't know if that's just a uh, modern day van halen thing but she's not into it uh she was not into the gary uh track either, not a lot of people so, were uh, on, you know, on that
1: particular gary track a no, I know, uh, no. Uh, there's been a great Twitter uh, thread that we're involved with uh, today talking about Van Halen 3. Somebody showed a picture of their CD collection and it had every studio album, but Van Halen 3. And the question was, should I add it? And for the most part out of fans, they were saying, yeah, you should. There, there's a couple of good songs that were, that are redeemable on there, but dirty water dog is not one of them. So. <laughs> I don't blame you. I do. I do not blame you. Uh, sometimes uh,
0: the people in the Twitter threads, are to something and they're definitely onto something there. Uh, so that's what it is. That's, that's how it goes. That's, that's
1: what's been going on. And that is where we're no, at. I got to uh, tell you one thing, Mark, uh, I, I feel a little ganged up on here between you you and Christy uh, being so closely aligned on this, we're working on a special guest mm-hmm. for next week's episode, episode number 10. Uh, and they actually reached out to us and said, if you ever want us on as a guest, let me know. And immediately said, yes, how about episode 10? So we're not going to spoil it here but there might be somebody coming in. And I think, I think they're, they align more with David Lee Roth than they do Sammy Hagar. So I um, you know, I, I won't feel so, so ganged up on here with the two of you crapping on my <laughs> man, diamond Dave and going with Sammy.
0: Ah, uh, well crapping is a strong <laughs> word, but uh, yes, uh, that's uh, thank you so much for bringing that up. Yeah. We will have a special guest uh, coming up soon, coming up next week. And it is That is going to be a very fun time, our first guest on the show. Um, tune in for that, and also, you guys, tune in to the end of this episode because we have another announcement, but we'll get there. Yep. We'll get there. It's very exciting, but we'll get there. Uh, stick around, and
1: in the meantime, Corey, what do you think the wheel's going to give us tonight? Oh, boy. I, I've given up guessing. Uh, like We've had three different kind of truth songs uh two of course from the first album and just a mismatch so um you know last week i said i was kind of in the mood for something fair warning um i i, I kind of want a big song this week I, i'm really kind of hoping we've already had hot teacher we've already done running with the devil yeah maybe give me a big hagar song you know uh, give me a finish what you started uh you know uh, something like that Ooh, uh, th- th- that's kind of what i popped for. on the uh
0: yeah, that popped on the radio the other day, and um, I know I had said last week that I'm not uh, going back and replaying the tracks because I just want to go into the show feeling fresh, you know, feeling it, or just uh, you know, just using my my knowledge that I already have of the tracks that I know, and just go into it that way. But I couldn't help but. Finish out the song as it was on the yeah. radio, and I don't listen to the radio often. Yeah, you, you have to. It's so good. It's so catchy. That would be a really good one to uh, to talk about. I, I I'm with you on that one. I think we need a big Hagar tune. I'm gonna shoot for the stars, and I'm gonna say we need to hear dreams. Ooh. We need to hear dreams. That would be
1: a good one. That is a part of our our, our voting uh, uh, procedure now. Dreams is now the thumbs up, and Dream is over. From for unlawful <laughs> is the thumbs down. So. Uh, that'll be range thing. i'm just gonna give it a quick <laughs> shuffle here and by quick i mean a shuffle it up
0: we gotta prime the wheel
1: yeah yeah so we're gonna start off on love walks so in. Many... I'm, I'm hoping we don't hit love walks in that that's where the wheel is currently resting so
0: it, it's so funny to see this i know you the listeners can't see this wheel but every time we we do a, a show we one of the tracks is is gone mm-hmm. from the wheel and so the wheel gets a little bit smaller, but if you were to look at it right now, it doesn't look smaller at all. <laughs> it looks relatively the same because there's still so many yeah, tracks. There's to get. 111
1: tracks still on it, so yeah, we've we got a little ways to go. But <laughs> That's a lot. We do. We do. Fortunately, the journey is fun. So uh, let's uh, throw things over to Mister Sammy Hagar. Here we go. All right, the wheel is spinning. Here Slowing down and stopping on. Oh, we're gonna get learning to see from Best of Both Worlds. So, again, out of three tracks, new tracks on Best of Both Worlds. This is now the second in nine <laughs> episodes. <laughs> in nine episodes, I mean, I, <laughs>
0: I don't know what the, what is this wheel doing. <laughs> what's, what's happening? I, I don't get it. I'm at a complete loss. The good news, I guess, or it's, it's news. Let's put it that way. Is this is another one that, uh, it has gone under my radar. So I'm, I'm not a hundred percent familiar with it by name. Now, if we start listening to it and I recognize it from past listenings, then that's one thing. But as of right now, I will be going into this pretty fresh.
1: Well, I, I have heard this song uh, quite a few times. I, I had, you know, I used to pop in best of both worlds all the time. Um, uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to tip my hand one way or another. I'm, I'm looking forward to going in with an open mind uh, on this one, but this was one of the uh, new tracks uh, from best of both worlds, uh, which featured uh, songs from both mm-hmm. eras of Van Halen uh, credited to uh, Sammy Hagar, Alex Van Halen and Eddie Van Halen. Um, and other than that, not really much is known about this one. So we can't really give you a lot of uh, background, um, of course, this was the last uh, album to feature contributions from Sammy Hager and Michael Anthony, but I don't believe Michael Anthony played bass hmm. on any of the new tracks. So this is again Eddie playing lead, playing rhythm, ah. and playing bass on this.
0: So we can probably assume that the bass line slaps pretty hard. Yes, uh, because that's one thing we've that's what Eddie liked to yeah. do. <laughs> that's what Eddie liked to do when he's when he's doing the bass tracks is just just go complete ham on it. Um, and if you've heard us in the prior ep- in the uh, previous episodes about uh, these songs that Eddie played bass on, you know that I'm not mad about it.
1: No, and neither am I. Obviously, he's a tremendous musician. Um, now, uh, mm-hmm. we, I, I was really a fan of the first uh, new song that was on this compilation, It's About Time, uh, which is the first hacker song we ever did. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the second now. Um, now, with some uh, mm-hmm. reflection, uh, i know you voted yes on it were you still really positive on that one yeah absolutely so uh yeah this will be interesting to see how uh i, I always kind of ranked them uh it's about time is always top and i won't tell you how the other two went but uh again it's been a while since i've heard this one so i'm looking forward to uh to giving it a shot uh, shall we say
0: mm-hmm. it's a Hagar tune, so i'm naturally uh predisposition uh words are hard (laughs) predisposition to feel that this is gonna go okay like i think it's gonna go okay i think this is gonna be a good one um but that also would imply that uh hay cartoons are not without their flaws and as you've pointed out and as i already know that's not the case so i'll be very
1: curious to see where this track takes us no it still boggles my mind that we have what 12 uh, Van Halen studio albums mm. uh, and two greatest hits, and we've in nine shows have pulled songs from <laughs> virtually none of them. Like we nothing from Van Halen two. Women and Children First, Fair Warning, nope. Diver Down, Fifty One Fifty, No You for Unlawful, or Balance. Like it, it's just been a couple off Van Halen, three off for Different Kind of Truth, one off Van Halen three, and now yeah. two off of Best of Both Worlds. I can't
0: believe we haven't done any
1: 5150. (laughs) Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, this is just not even... What do you say we start learning to see and see what we got here?
0: Well, let's learn to see. I I, I enjoy seeing, so let's let's learn how to do it better. On the intro, ooh, it's like this is Eddie's uh, stairway to heaven, river, uh, river of deceit. A uh, little, you know, the little guitar intro that he's not uh, the the Eddie guitar intros that we're used to hearing from, like classic Van Halen and stuff, is something a little bit more. It's a little more rocking. That's a little more. It gives you a hint of what's to come. Like uh, I think about. Ain't talking about love. Mm-hmm. That little intro there, uh, I think about pound cakes intro, something like that. Uh, this was a little bit more deceptive, or a little a little more deceiving in the sense that he's like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna noodle a little bit. It's still gonna be you know Eddie Van Halen flair. You still hear, and then all of a sudden, chug 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 chug. You know, a little put a little uh, stank metal on it, if you will. Um, but yeah, I dig that. I dig, I dig the little sort of in, musical interlude at the beginning of it.
1: And uh, I'm coming to expect that from Van Halen where you get a little intro that segues into something completely different from what the bulk of the song is going to be. We've done other songs like that. And here again, you got this nice, mm-hmm. quiet little just noodling, and then into something really heavy. Um, so, oh yeah. to me, I'm kind of like, what else is new? Because we, we've had that already before. Here, here we've got another <laughs> one, but uh i, I kind of like where we're going anyway i like that heavy kind of dun, 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 dun. like it, that was working for me there's a
0: there, there's variety though i feel in that in that intro um it's not like i said it's i don't think it's i don't think it's the typical eddie van halen sort of guitar intro that we might be used to hearing but it's uh it's there's yeah there's there's variety in it and i i am a big fan of the the chugging there at the beginning uh, of with the uh with the opening riff i guess as you would call it but something i did notice uh how heavy the bass line is (laughs) (laughs) so now every time we have a, a song that we know eddie has played bass on like that's where my brain is just focused now it's like all right how does he play the bass on this one and uh the bass is real heavy so far, so that's that's something to note.
1: Yep, absolutely. All right, let's keep going.
2: Time after time we walk past the window and never see the ashes.
1: All right, first verse, very Van Hagar, right? Like, uh, you, you hear Eddie uh, plunking away in the background and you have some nonsensical lyrics. At first, it kind of got to feel like it's a, a a retrospective type song, right? Like, you know, maybe Sammy's looking back on his career with, with, with Van Halen or his music career in general. Um, I don't know, what, what kind of vibe did you get from that? Maybe it's just because
0: here recently, uh, I spent a lot of time listening to music of the 90s uh a la grunge alt rock um just did a show mm-hmm. where it was just a tribute to all of that um but this song screams 90s alternative to me uh not only that not not just in the music like I got I got some some Alice in chain's vibes a little bit there uh maybe it's because of the chugging the way it's done but then the verse kicks in and sammy is not singing uh as a typical van hagar tune would usually sammy just comes right out the right out of the bat he's just he's "Ah!" you know just giving you uh uh his full force even if he's not really trying so hard he's he's giving it to you because the man's got you know an incredible range and this, he is held back. He is, um, I won't say timid. That, that, that's not the word. But he's—you he's got that kind of whispery sort of, sort of whispery, like, oh, I'm feeling it, kind of feeling very, very soulish, feeling the music while Eddie's back there doing, you know, his little ornamentation with the guitar. And his, I'm getting very big, like 90s vibes from this. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, but uh, that's that's at
1: least for this first verse that's the vibe I'm getting.
0: Uh, uh, Do you hear it? Am I crazy? No no
1: not at all I, I was kind of so I'm, I'm thinking back to what Van Halen did in the 90s which was Van Halen 3 and we've only the only the song mm-hmm. that's freshest in my mind is the song we just did on the show uh, you know which which doesn't really fit <laughs> the mood of this one I I, I, no. I kind of get for unlawful kernel knowledge uh, vibes uh, uh, from this tune which I guess was mm. you know that's yeah fair, like that was yeah. early 90s so uh, yeah, no, I can definitely see that, and yeah. I think where the chorus is going to go is going to uh, lead into that as well. Let's check it out here.
0: Yeah, I'm, yeah I might change my mind entirely, but we'll see. <laughs>
1: See it, maybe a bit of a Soundgarden vibe in there. Is that kind of what you were getting at?
0: Yep, <laughs> yep, there it is. Yeah, like they, they they went from, from an Allison Chain sort of and then a uh, little slight post grunge uh, sort of feel, kind of like you know, days of the new tantric sort of uh, uh, thing. And then, but then as soon as Sammy decides he's gonna you know burst out of the uh, his shell just a little bit, that's still he's still not going full Sammy as we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he he came out just a little bit uh, reserved. You use the word reserved. That's that's exactly what this feels like. But on purpose to fit the vibe of the song. Um, I'm. It's still very very 90s vibe to me. And honestly, again, as someone who's an enthusiast of that uh, particular era of music, I'm not angry about it. But I wonder if that makes it a good Van Halen song. I'm I'm not sure. I, I can't make a I can't make a, a, a
1: decision just yet. Oh, I tell you, when you said Allison Chains, though, that set off the alarm bell in my head. Like, yep, Allison Chains, and that I, I totally get that now. And then yeah, Soundgarden kind of mm-hmm. more into the chorus here. And then
0: yeah, the the chorus, yeah, very much so. And maybe it's just because uh, Sammy's voice to the particular the way the the song is structured musically kind of gives a little chris cornell sort of uh, uh aesthetic so yeah i i definitely hear that
1: awesome all right let's keep going why do we harm the only thing we want to be this is oh now the, the, the grunge idea is in my head that's all I hear and I know last week you were saying uh, honey baby sweetie bo- doll sounds like it's too late this song sounds like it's too late it's 2004 you know we shouldn't be listening to black hole sun again right
0: it is 100% a 90s alternative song this is what, it, that's that's what it is it, it and uh, and you're right this is 2004 it's much too late um which is a shame but at the same time it's not because i'm kind of vibing on it a lot uh, I did you did you like the moment where Sammy decides to let out that ah, mm-hmm. just to let you know that he's still there <laughs> he's just like don't worry don't worry I'm I'm still it's still me it's still I can't drive 55 Sammy Hagar don't you forget mm-hmm. it and then also even even Eddie in the background he's just like he's letting off those pinch harmonic squeals he's like it's still metal I still got it it's still me don't don't you worry it's fine but the overall structure of the song yeah you just started reading off part of the lyrics yeah this is if you substitute it I'll be honest when Sammy came in with that uh, uh that second verse I forgot it was Sammy because it didn't it didn't sound like him whatsoever it sounded like I don't know name a, a vocalist from this particular era of music that we're talking about that could do it if you substituted his vocals for uh, Lane Staley and Jerry Cantrell's this is 100% an Allison Chain Chains song <laughs> um, I don't know if they did that subconsciously I have to imagine no because this was 2004 and uh, at that at that point that particular style of music has, has long gone or it's at least it's in hibernation let's put it that way um, but yeah man I, I, I don't <laughs> I'm kind of it's making me laugh listening to this just because uh, not that I think it's silly I just think where was their head at No.
1: and and here, here's something to yeah. consider because they released Van Halen 3 which was very much this is the music Eddie Van Halen wanted to write at that time it was his first and I think only sober album right and it was not It was not uh, met with very much acclaim from fans or from critics. Is this a reaction to that? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I released the album. I wanted to, and nobody liked it. What's popular? Uh, Okay. You know, Alice in Chains is popular. You know, Soundgarden's popular. Let's Mm -hmm. do something that sounds like that. You think it's maybe a reaction to negative uh, reaction to Van Halen 3?
0: It could be, and it could be just uh, Eddie's decision to try something different. And he knew, if I'm not mistaken, I think Allison Chains and Van Halen went on tours together at some point. Um, you can fact check me on that, but if I'm not mistaken, they did, um, and Soundgarden as well. So maybe in uh, in Eddie's sober mind, he's thinking, well, these these two bands that we like got a lot of acclaim, um, and this particular era of music, like people are really digging. That's not something that we do. So maybe we should try that. I don't know. Maybe there's something to it. Um, could be, or we could just be interpreting that completely differently. Unfortunately, we don't have a lot of information on this song because there's not a lot of info to
1: give. But you're exactly right on I one thing. Say, though is that uh, Alice and Chains oh, did open for Van Halen during the For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge tour in '91. Well, there you go.
0: Um, and even though that was, you know, a decade earlier still i mean that was uh, uh that was those were prime alison change years um if i'm not i could be wrong again fact check me on this uh, i believe the the album dirt was around that time uh or maybe it was a couple years after um if it was dirt then uh it would make sense because that's, I mean, that's, like I said, that's when uh, Alice and Chains were, really hit their peak because people were jamming that album a lot.
1: And Dirt came out in 92, so it would have been the, the f- next year. So they were working on Dirt when they toured with Van Halen.
0: So they were, okay, yeah. It would That makes sense to me. So maybe, maybe, maybe they were influenced uh, subconsciously even.
1: Who knows? And uh, who opened for Van Halen on the 2004 uh, Best of Both Worlds Tour? Shined out. just a little tidbit. There. Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of cool. Uh, shout out to, uh, to, to Eric Bass out there. Absolutely. All right. I think we're coming up to an Eddie solo here. Let's see if he, if he, if we keep following yeah. along with grunge or if we get a classic Eddie solo. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish the, I wish the viewers, that wasn't a solo. I wish the people listening to see your face when that solo's going on. You're like, oh,
0: <laughs> because there's so much happening. First of all, that's not a solo. That was a series of of what we call dive bombs. And what I mean by that is the whole. Woo, let's see the, the little the pinch harmonic. Uh, starts off high and then goes real low like a like it's bombing like it's like a literal bomb dropping down like we call that dive bombs and eddie just decides to do a whole bunch of those uh but then he's also he's he's ripping it up with uh some sweeping on the uh on the fretboard he's also giving us a little bit of that he eddie is a big fan of utilizing the whammy bar on the guitar and the whammy i mean for those dive bombs especially. Uh, but that's what the whammy is used to do is, uh, every time you hear a Van Halen song, you hear the, you hear the guitar go, whoa, he's literally just moving the whammy bar up and down for all of you not in the know about that. Um, so he is, he is utilizing that whammy bar quite heavily. It would not shock me if he's literally just holding his guitar by the whammy bar and just, just, you know, shaking it. Um, but also he's let I, I don't know if this is a personal statement with the solo, but he's certainly letting you know that uh, that he's cutting loose. He's like this: this song might feel a little bit uh, on the at this point retro side because you know it's definitely a '90s track that's set in 2004. He's like, it's retro, but let me give you a little little tasty licks right here. Da 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 da. I would. I did hear the bass uh part in this and it's not very showy instead the bass line is rocking to uh it's it's sticking with the rhythm with Alex pretty hard so that's kind of cool he's not uh, he he figure i guess he figures why be showy with the bass when I can just rip it up on guitar because that's that's what I do um. Sammy as well uh, that does a couple of things uh, before this solo. That remember when I said he let you know with that real quick ha! that he's still there. In this one, he's just like, nope, here I am. I'm 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 crooning. I'm I'm uh I'm crowing. It's me. It's Sammy Hagar. And don't you forget it. Um, the solo also at the very end, uh, Eddie even modulates to a different key and then brings it back. Um, which is a choice And I think that's what you mean When you when you say you wish the viewers could uh, Or the listeners could view my reaction to that Because that confused the shit out of me <laughs> um, It worked Don't get me wrong is It worked but at the same time I was thinking well that's a choice I don't know why he decided to do that Because usually when the modulation happens You're going to change the key And stick with that key change they, He did not he modulated and then he went back to the original key, which is a nice kind of brilliant move, but at the same time, jarring. You know what I mean? It it almost seems like you just went into a different solo of a different song. I don't know, uh, but it nevertheless, I'm not mad at this song. And then the last thing I'll say about it, it or uh, the last thing I'll say about this solo is. I still think if you took Sammy's vocals out and replaced it with Jerry Cantrell and Lance Daly, it's still an Allison Chain song. <laughs> uh,
1: well, jarring uh, was a good word uh, choice. Uh, I, I, mm-hmm. I don't have the experience with you with the guitar, but it was just a lot. It, it just seemed like a lot. I was focusing uh, on the <laughs> drums and the bass because that was kind of driving. You know, that mm-hmm. was and I was listening to the bass because we talked about Eddie wanting to show off on the bass, but no, it was very much just a driving bass playing in the pocket with Alex and that was kind of working and then on top of it was mm-hmm. all this shit and I was like it's kind of an assault on the senses I, I can't even tell you right now if I dug it or not <laughs> it, was, it, it was something you know what it felt like to me and we I think
0: we've mentioned it on the show before the solo or solos really in Cult of Personality oh, yes. by Living Color yeah. good call where dude is just uh, he's just giving you everything he's got yeah. Whether it makes sense for the song or not, and then uh, everyone else is keeping the rhythm steady so that he can just flow. That's what this felt like. This felt like, hey, Eddie, just flow, just do what you do. And um, and since he's playing bass, he's just like, okay, well, I'm sticking with Alex on this one. Cool, cool. Got to do this because when I get on guitar, I'm just gonna go ape shit. Um, and why not? When you're Eddie Van Halen, why wouldn't you go ape
1: shit? Am I right? Absolutely. The man has earned it. So. All right, we've got a minute 14 left to go in this thing. goodness
0: learn to see I take it back I take it all back if you replace Sammy with Chris Cornell this is a Soundgarden <laughs> song I take it all back
2: uh,
0: and I think dare I say I, I think Sammy channeled a little bit of Chris uh, especially towards the end there uh, I don't even know what to say I wish I could just talk about what Sammy's doing vocally there but I don't even know what to say about that he it sounds like he he took a page out of Roth's book a little bit, uh, that he's getting a little bit of inspiration from Cornell, uh, and you know a little bit from from Cantrell and and Staley from Allison Chains. I don't know, man. He's this, but you're right. This this is not a song for the year 2000 for <laughs> sure. But man, if they put this track out in '93 '94. Holy hell. This is just, this is at the top of the charts. I
1: guarantee it. Well, It, it definitely got the Soundgarden vibes. I, I thought I was listening to Man in the Box uh, from Alice in Chains at one point. Like, it definitely had Why? that vibe, yes. like, especially and at the, the end there. Like, that's I thought that's what I was listening to. It's crazy.
0: <laughs> and then it turned into Spoon Man. Yeah, it's it turned into weird. Spoon Man. You're like, what the <laughs>
1: fuck is this? <laughs> I gotta tell you, it was hard. You probably heard my eyes roll when Sammy was doing the whole and I just got to be Like fuck off like really (laughs)
0: come on I didn't hear or see the eye roll I was too busy laughing and having my (laughs) eyes closed because it was I was in such uh,
1: (laughs) such humorous state this this was a song I'm curious to see how you're going to vote on this one Mark Uh, I think I got the lead off last time so you can go ahead this week Uh, let us know Uh, are we dreaming another dream or uh, are we going higher and higher Well, I honestly
0: I think this one's uh this one might be the most difficult one to judge. But I think I have an answer. Okay. That's right. I am voting yay. You know why? Because as much as I am poking fun at the song because it came out a a decade and a few years too late. Um it's still a pretty rocking tune, I got to say. And it, this and is definitely not one I would expect from Van Halen. Um I feel like I say that a lot, but <laughs> honestly, that's a testament to them as a band because they're they're trying new things and as you pointed out, Eddie is sober at this point. Uh maybe he was influenced by the previous generation of rock bands that came about that they toured with, that they made friends with, he they saw okay this this particular style works. You know the days of the hair metal band, the glam metal, if you were things like that. that that's done. Like party metal slash rock, that that doesn't work anymore. Now it's about talking about how we really feel and how fucked up the world is. That's that's what it's about. Cool. I can write I can write songs to that that's what this felt like and even though it's in 2004 we're still okay let me let me tell you something Corey. 2004 the the mid or the early to mid aughts that's when the emo phase (laughs) was starting to grow oh this was emo so i think yeah yeah so i so i think maybe maybe they were trying to channel something a little bit more into that vein or at least sammy lyrically because this is definitely not something uh, Sammy is used to writing that we are aware of, as as you know, Van Halen fans or even Sammy solo, uh, he, he's not usually one to get like that, a little like deep and dark. Um, and if I'm wrong about that with his previous works, please let me know, listeners. Please let me know. I I I could be wrong, but it doesn't seem like that's the case. So again. This reminds me of an era of which I am overly fond, so maybe it's biased voting. I don't, but even so, I dug this. I dug how weird it was and how out of place it seemed. I really like that solo, despite its jarring nature. Um, I like that Sammy is does not sound like Sammy whatsoever. (laughs) He's sound sounding like he's trying to channel uh, Allison Chains uh, slash Soundgarden. And that's fine. I'm not mad about it, uh, but Corey, how did you vote this song?
1: Well, uh, to me, it, it was pretty clear cut, and I'm gonna have to. Uh... Dream dream. This dream Fuck this song! Fuck Shocker! This song, really? <laughs> if I wanted to listen to Allison no. Chains, I would fucking listen to Allison Chains. Like Jesus, this isn't Van Halen. <laughs> Stop it with this poser shit. Van Halen's a party band, Southern California party band. Cut it out with this fucking emo bullshit. I just want to be me. Crap. No, no. Where's my Van Halen that I love? Fuck. No. Hated this song. This (laughs) thing's hashtag not my Van Halen. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag not my Van Halen. There was still good stuff in it. I kind of like the you know the drive in it, and I I don't like you know hate '90s music at all, but it's not van halen quit, mm-hmm. quit trying to be something you're not just be fucking van halen Th- this song didn't do it and it, it didn't give me warm fuzzy feelings about black hole sung or any other bullshit that came out in the 90s i want a van halen tune i don't want a Soundgarden tune i got Soundgarden. i can go pop them on anytime i want the, this the lyrics were stupid sammy didn't sound great uh musically obviously it's it sounds fine it's produced very well Uh, These guys know how to play. The guitar solo was all over the goddamn place. You're not quite sure what's happening. Uh, That was an assault. I wasn't really a fan of that, but fuck this song. No, I didn't like Learning to See.
0: (laughs) I'm not even even upset with your decision whatsoever. (laughs) I get it. I totally get it. At the same time, I just and as I said, maybe it's because I've just been like steeped in uh, 90s rock here lately because of the show I just did. And it's it's an era that I'm very fond of. And this gave
1: me those fem, uh, those similar feels. So let me ask. You I don't this. know, man. Let I me just, ask it, you this. <laughs> the next time you get on stage and you're doing a, a 90s gig like that, turn to the band and say, hey, we should do Learning to See by Van Halen. It fits right in. Do you think they're going to want to play it? Are you going to want to sing it? I would sing it, yeah. yeah.
0: I would absolutely sing it. I mean, I don't get a, I don't get a, a lot of opportunities to sing a Sammy Hagar tune. So, it's not know, a Sammy than Hagar than tune. If feeling... we, we already
1: established that. This is a Lane well. Staley tune. It's not a Sammy Hagar tune.
0: <laughs> no, wait, I thought it was a Chris Cornell It could be tune. a Chris Cornell yeah. Uh, yeah, Either one. Uh, but yeah, no, I would I would absolutely do it. The problem I would find with... <laughs> you you mention this song to a, a bunch of musicians. They're going to go what song is that? Or they're going to go, uh, that's not nineties, bro. And like, yeah, but have you listened to it? It sounds like it's nineties. Like, Oh yeah, you're right. Um, but then I think they would also have the same, uh, feeling as you do where they're like, no, fuck that song. That's not Van Halen. We're not doing that. <laughs> if we're going to do a Van Halen song. We're going to do a, a damn good Van Halen song. And, but look, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I just, I dug this because of, probably because of how weird and out of place it sounded. I don't know. I don't know how that excuses my, my previous vote, because that was very much out of place. I thought, and, and just did not work for me. Um, whereas this one should, it should have been a nay. It should have been. And yet
1: Corey, I really vibed on this. And that's how I was last week with honey baby sweetie doll I'm like yeah. I should hate this but I, i'm digging it for some reason it, it just got me so uh for two weeks in a row <laughs> uh, we're split and, and kind of for the same reason i i really kind of wish our special guest was here this show though because i wanted to see oh, what they man, did i do too. with learning to see and i i hope he hears this show so we could ask him next week like did you hear last week's show what do you think of learning to see by by van hagar And i'm sure they would just rip it <laughs> please let on. us know
0: Probably, and I'm sure uh, the other listeners are going to rip at a new one as well. I, I am quite sure I'm, I'm going to get chastised, but you know what? That's part of the fun of the show. Mm-hmm. That's what's so great about this is that we can have a difference of opinion of all these tracks, and it's okay because we all interpret these things differently. That's the beauty of, of music and, and of things like movies and things like that. It's all subjective, but we can enjoy it we can have a conversation a dialogue so let's have that dialogue uh but uh for me yeah this 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 song was a yay for corey it was a
1: nay and that's okay that is okay <laughs> and i, I was probably a little okay. harsh just for uh, <laughs> entertainment value cuz i wanted to make <laughs> mark laugh with my whole fuck this song it, it, it's obviously there, there's much worse songs out there and i still i knew it was coming i, I still love <laughs> yeah. that, halen like it, it's okay to not like a song yeah. or two and still love the band and I'm looking forward to getting a Van Halen song because we didn't get one this week
0: exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah I see what you did there uh yeah no I was saying exactly like yes we 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 can totally uh bash some of their tracks because not all their tracks are winners if you tuned in for the Gary Sharon song you know that that one was not a winner for us it was no that was a no-go uh there will be plenty more of that we haven't even finished that album we
1: got so, a ways to go we know, only had one track tuned. we got like 11 <laughs> left off that one
0: yeah there's also there's also a few sammy tunes that i know for a fact Corey does not want to discuss or or listen to or talk about and those are on the way so be prepared <laughs> so, <laughs> And some Ross but also be fair. we want to yeah yeah exactly i mean it's no band is perfect that's that's what we've talked about even one of the greatest of all time not perfect it it happens they you know swings and misses it's it's that's just a part of it but we want to hear from you guys please let us know did you enjoy this track or did you absolutely hate this track do you feel like this would fit in uh and blend right into a 90s tribute show or do you feel like because it's specifically 2004 it should have no place in there not none whatsoever uh let us know hit us up at podcast will rock on twitter that is our twitter and now as
1: Corey said at the top of the show we have a website uh tell them more about the website podcast will com. like i said it's just kind of kind of new this week um we have all all the episodes Mm -hmm. are going to be on there of course uh hopefully you get, maybe get some blogging done or something on there, some extra stuff. I'm hoping maybe Mark will link some of his uh, performances uh, from this past weekend on there. So you guys can check out uh, the great gig he had. I know I saw some of your clips on YouTube. You did a fantastic job. So hopefully we can get those up there real soon too. Oh, thank you. Uh, maybe if, uh, someone
0: has the full video of my performance the other night, uh, I was performing mad seasons, river of deceit. It was their only hit from that out al- their Only album. Uh, featuring the aforementioned Lane Staley. Uh, it was, I, I thought it went pretty well, so if there's a full video of that, perhaps I'll find it and I will upload it for your listening pleasure. And then you can rip me a new one for <laughs> even daring to uh, talk about uh, Sammy and David Lee Roth's vocal style. It's fun. Um, before we get to our outros and our... Uh, uh, you know, our, our contact information, all that jazz. We told you at the top of the show, we have an announcement. Corey, do you want to
1: let that announcement happen now? Oh, I'd be happy to. Uh, Earlier this week, uh, uh, somebody uh, uh, reached out to, to us from the deep dive podcasting network, and they invited us to join the deep dive podcast network. So we are now affiliated with a bunch of music podcasts. They're doing just what we're doing. They're taking deep dives into their favorite artists some some are doing track by track uh some are doing uh just uh, just random things but they're breaking down their favorite artists and we're very very pleased to be joining them as of today the deep dive podcast network you can follow them on on uh, on twitter as well and uh get, find all the shows on youtube uh, we're gonna have all those links on our website but i just wanted to give them all a shout out here uh so you guys if you're listening to this and you like more deep dive stuff maybe you're thinking hey i'd like to hear one on iron maiden how about iron maiden Maiden A to Z is one of the podcasts on the Deep Dive Podcast Network. These guys break down song by song, and they're going alphabetically, so they're actually in the H's. They dropped the show as we record this. Uh, Holy smoke and hooks on you, part one. So they're they're just in the H's on episode oh. sixty five. But that it, it's a Damn phenomenal it. show. Just,
0: uh, one of my favorites. then they just did Hallowed Be Thy Name, and that's that's my all time favorite Iron Maiden tune. Yep, that Damn was it. episode sixty five. i I'll have to tune in for that. Yeah, of course it yeah. was. That's like, I've actually performed. Hell, it'd be their name. Um, but uh, yeah, no, you guys, they have a Black Sabbath podcast as well. You guys, I mean, you name it, these guys have it. We are super thrilled to be affiliated with them. Um, Sabbath Bloody Podcast. Definitely check them yeah. out. That's right. We got to
1: shout out Rye from uh, Sabbath Bloody Podcast because he did up all the key art for, uh, with our logo. Uh, for us joining the podcast network. He did a, a fantastic job. I listened to his latest show today. It's really great. Thank you. Uh, the Deep Purple podcast, uh, Nathan and John, uh, they're the ones that actually reached out and invited us on. So thank you very much, guys. Um, I just listened to their latest show. It, it's excellent. Uh, I'm a big Deep Purple fan, so I'm really digging getting back into that one. Uh, Skinnerd Reconsidered. Uh, for all you Leonard Skinnered fans, Clay <laughs> is breaking down uh, Leonard Skinnered on Skinnerd Reconsidered. You can find that on the podcast network. Uh, T-Bone's Prime Cuts. That's my favorite time. Isn't that great? Oh, there, and there, there's some great ones. It's so, uh, T-Bone's it's so great. T-Bone's Prime Cuts is a show on here. Um, he's actually doing some interviews. Yeah, He did an interview with Steve Cropper, uh, who you, everyone might know, even from the Blues mm. Brothers Band. He played guitar. And uh, John Oates, I think, was his latest uh, interview. So I'm going to have to check that out. John Oates fucking rocks. So that's going to be great. Uh, the Magicians podcast, Uriah <laughs> Nashville, Heat. Nashville, man. What you a-, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Uri- a Uriah Heat podcast. No, I, I wasn't that big into Uriah Heat uh but uh, i was talking with scott the mm-hmm. host and he's actually i think he posts two shows a week like this guy's just prolific and uh, i was listening to, to war child or i think it was called war child uh, on his show and uh, it was re- i really kind of dug the tune like it was it was really cool so i'm gonna i'm gonna have to start getting mm-hmm. into some uriah heap uh that's another show you can check out here are you familiar with uriah heap at all there mark not
0: a ton, but I know I I know the name and I know of uh, I know a little bit of it, but yeah, definitely it's that would be a fresh experience for me, so I'm looking forward to. Now, it.
1: Here's another one you might like. Are, are you a fan of Judas Priest?
0: Absolutely. Metal
1: Gods podcast with George and Tom uh, mm-hmm. talking all things Judas Priest, and of course they're in the news right now because they decided for their 50th anniversary tour to go out as a four piece, which a lot of fans are upset about because Judas Priest, you think two guitars, right? Like how are they going to pull that off as a four piece? So that's quite controversial right now.
0: I heard about this and I too have thoughts and concerns about this, but Hey, honestly, if it it would depend on which guitar player is going to take the reins. And, um, I mean, it can be done. It can absolutely be done. I mean, look, not for nothing, you guys to unveil the curtain a lot of times these bands have tracks playing with them during live shows. So, I mean, you might still hear the second guitar. Uh, just It'll just be played on a track, and
1: you take it or leave it. Yep. Uh, they'll definitely be talking about that, though, on the Metal Gods podcast. Uh, Diary of the Mad Men, mm-hmm. Daniel and Josh talking all things Ozzy. Gotta love uh, yeah. you know, Prince of Darkness, Ozzy Osbourne. That's a great show. Uh, universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. So, if you're a Chili, Popper, a Chili Peppers fan... Uh, Ben and Sam are are doing that show universally speaking I'm I'm guessing you're a Chili Peppers fan is that correct
0: oh I mean what did I say (laughs) like the 90s era that's 100 I mean yeah Chili Peppers definitely fall into that I am very much looking forward to checking that show out um and I know I have a lot of friends out there and I know you're listening you definitely want to check out that show because I know you are Chili Peppers fans we got a couple more to go have you heard of the band
1: Hawkwind i'll be honest no me either so i'm definitely checking out this show it's called hawk binge uh, with andy and matt (laughs) and they're covering all things hawkwind a band i i know nothing about so that i'm going into that completely cold and i'm looking forward to it i like the name so uh yeah i I hope the music uh uh you know follows through with it (laughs) and and finally i'm wearing my queen t-shirt here tonight uh because we have a queen podcast called in the lap of the pods which is my favorite name for a podcast of all time, in the lap of the pods, <laughs> Paul, David, and Joe breaking down all things Queen. They, they branched out, I guess, in other things, but the shows I was, I was listening to are, were, were Queen specific, uh, and it's a fantastic show. So there, there's kind of a rundown of all the shows. We're very happy uh, to put our name in with them. Uh, like I said, you can we'll link uh, to all their podcasts so, so you can check them out, and please. Uh, continue uh, liking our podcast and checking us out and leaving us reviews. Uh, it'd be great to get some some Apple reviews. You can leave us a review there, and uh, a star rating would be great. Uh, we, thanks to all these new listeners, we've hit yeah. the charts. We've hit the charts in America and Canada, uh, Great Britain. We hit the charts in Thailand. We, we hit number 41 in Thailand, which is huge. We've got to try and get our Thailand numbers up, Mark.
0: I need for my Thai friends. I do have Thai friends. I need for them to spread the word because
1: we need to be at least in the top 20 in Thailand. That would make my heart so That's happy. our goal by the time we are done 120 episodes of Van Halen, we got to hit the top 20. Uh, in Thailand, we hit uh, a number 11 in Canada for music commentary. So that's pretty good. We hit 51 in the States.
0: Yeah. So I, I think
1: that's pretty good too, considering how many podcasts are out there. But that's great. Yeah. yeah there's, there's so many podcasts. But you know what? For, forget America and Canada. We, we got to work on Thailand. I don't know. We got to tailor our show more towards gotta Thailand yeah. somehow. We got to think of a way.
0: If you want the deep dive podcast convention in Bangkok, then we need to make this absolutely, happen. You yep. guys like we absolutely need to make this happen.
1: <laughs> yeah. And the podcast Ball rock fest will be happening in Bangkok, Thailand in 2024 or so. It's good to have goals. It's going to be a good yep. time.
0: <laughs> goals is what uh, uh, separates us from, uh, you know, the plebeians. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's that's our show. And uh, if you want to contact us, as I said, you can try Twitter at the pod or at Podcast Will Rock. But if you want to contact us
1: individually, uh, Corey, where can the people find you? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at CD Morsec and Mark.
0: At MarkTheBat on Twitter and Instagram as well. Be on the lookout for all the things going on uh, with the podcast and with uh, myself musically as well. And tune into the website. We have a website, and you will have uh, access to all the other podcasts that Corey has mentioned from the show. We are so excited to be a part of the Deep Dive Podcasting Network. That is so cool. Very cool. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Be on the lookout for all the news. I'm sure we'll be updating you
1: accordingly. Yeah, and look out for, hopefully, uh, cross your ringers, special guest next week. It's going to be a lot of fun.
0: That's going to be great. Can't wait for that. And I can't wait for you guys to join us next time when we go through another Van Halen tune. Is it going to be a Hagar? Is it going to be a Roth? Is it going to be one of the other guys. <laughs> the other guy. It's fine. Don't worry. The wheel only knows. We don't know. But all we know is that we want to rock. And the podcast will rock. Podcast that is us. And we will rock you later.